Only He who created all things has the answers. By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor When we look into the night sky, it looks huge, but we are actually looking at a very small portion. In fact, just a speck of the universe. It's hard to imagine its immensity. And did you ever wonder, what is beyond the universe? Or is there even something after the beyond? So much we don't know. So much we don't see or understand about the rest of creation. Its vastness transcends our comprehension. Its complexity is over and above our meager understanding. There are many theories, but no absolutes. Concepts, but no reality as we contemplate or wonder how everything came into being. Like all things, however, the Bible has the answers. So let us read from Isaiah chapter 44, verse 24. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and he who formed you from the womb, we did not evolve from another species. I am the Lord, who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens. How? All alone. Who spreads abroad the earth by myself. God created the universe and beyond. Genesis chapter 1 verse 24 Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind. All creatures were created an individual species, and it was so. So much for the theory of evolution. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed. How? By the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Everything man thinks he understands originates from this physical realm and its knowledge which is, according to scripture, incorrect. The supernatural designed and spawned the natural. John chapter 1 verse 3 shows us the truth. All things were made through him, Jesus, and without him nothing was made that was made. No one can actually create anything, only alter. That is why we cannot function without him. Colossians chapter 1 verses 16 and 17 For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things. He was the beginning, and in him all things consist. Oh my, he created the sun, the moon, planets, worms, bugs, fish, fowl from the greatest to the least. The scientific community makes their claim 
that the human brain is the most complex structure in the universe. So you have to wonder, what kind of mind does our Creator have? We are so limited in our understanding of the universe and the beyond. Yet our Father, our God, created it. We can now see why individuals that have the audacity to think they understand the intricacy of creation are truly considered foolish to God. In Proverbs chapter 18 verse 2 explains the problem. A fool has no delight in understanding, no love for truth. They know it all, but in expressing his own heart. The worldly trained and educated man like his God subconsciously desires to be God, all-knowing, wiser than the rest, especially in their area of expertise. They see themselves much smarter than those around them. But the facts are, even artificial intelligence generated through the most sophisticated computers is incapable of understanding the supernatural, and for sure, they do not know the mind of God. Here is a question God could ask today's cosmologists, astronomers, and those that teach with such authority the mathematical universe, etc. Job chapter 38 verses 4 through 7 Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together, angels were created before man was even brought into being, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19 For the wisdom of this world, the wisdom Eve chose from Satan and fed to Adam, is foolishness with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. No man is any smarter than the knowledge he is taught. So we must look closely at the source our knowledge came from. Eve, much to our detriment, chose the counsel and wisdom of a created being, an angel over God's knowledge. God says in Proverbs chapter 8 verse 10, Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge, rather than choice gold. Yet man turns to man to learn. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 9 tells us, The wise men are ashamed, they are dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. So what wisdom do they have? What they do have is completely futile. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 explains why the failure of humanity. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, his knowledge, because you have rejected knowledge, turn to the world for knowledge. I also will reject you 
from being priest for me, because you have forgotten the law of your God. There is no other God before me, one of the spiritual laws of the universe, as well as a part of those on our hearts and minds, not speaking of the Mosaic law. I also will forget your children. Much of the world's church is not aware of God's spiritual laws, and so are innocently on the side of the lawless one. Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 warns us to not be fooled by the seemingly intellectuals. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. So hopefully we can see, no matter how educated in the world we are, or illustrious and renowned the college we attend, all is but trivia in comparison to the knowledge of Christ, the Word. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The body of Christ must be filled with the knowledge of God to become the full stature of the Lord. As we study the meaning of Word to better grasp who the Lord is, we see in the Strong's Hebrew Dictionary its number is 3056. 3056 means something said, a thought, reasoning, mental faculty, computation. Computation means act of computing, calculation, a method of computing. Now let us look at the word create, a feed, as formative processes, formative meaning, giving or able to give, form, shape, mold, develop. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 is an example of these attributes. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, He voiced His will, Let there be light. The Word reasoned, or calculated the formula, fed the calculation as a formative process to the Holy Spirit to fulfill the command, and there was light. As stated before, because of the knowledge Eve chose, there is no way we are capable of fully comprehending the Godhead. Solomon, the wisest man in the world, said in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. Except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. No one. Our brain, no matter how wonderfully made, will produce only inferior mental processes because of our erroneous thinking. Imperfect calculations 
based on this world's knowledge will cause man to ultimately fail in all areas of life. The human ability to reason is totally wasted with the wrong knowledge in our database, so to speak. Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9 reiterates God's sentiments again. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We could say God's knowledge is light years away from the world's knowledge. Job chapter 28 verses 24 through 26 For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees under the whole heavens to establish a weight for the wind and apportion the waters by measure. When he made a law for the rain and a path for the thunderbolt. What merely created being could possibly calculate how to do these things? Job chapter 37 verses 16 and verse 18. Do you know how the clouds are balanced, those wondrous works of him who is perfect in knowledge? How could we with our limited access to the mind of Christ? Thanks to the first pair. Amos chapter 5 verse 8. He made the Pleiades and Orion. He turns the shadow of death into morning and makes the day dark as night. He calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. So much for the Big Bang Theory. The atheists have no excuse either. They say they only believe in what they see. How ridiculous. What about a mirage? You see it. Is it real? Romans chapter 1 verse 20 tells us, For since the creation of the world, His, the Lord's, invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they, atheists, are without excuse pretty plain. According to what the scientific community knows about the observable universe, it spans some 93 billion light years in diameter and is still expanding. What I know, it is big. And just think, this same God that created it all intimately knows every hair on our heads, our every thought, even our names. He created everything, absolutely all things, and then rested. In other words, we were created in God's mind before the earth was formed. Did you know we can enter into that rest and find out who we really are and determine what plans God has for us? There are two roads, however, a broad one that is found easily in the world and a narrow one found only in God's rest.
Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works. Stop doing the things of the world they determined to do on their own, to enter into what God has already done for them, works that they are to make manifest to the world, as God did from His. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verses 9 and 10 shows us our works are dead works, not eternal. That which has been, God already did it, is what will be, will be made manifest through those that enter His rest to find it. That which is done is what will be done. Anything else is dead works. And there is nothing new under the sun. God has already done our works. Is there anything of which it may be said, See, this is new? The answer is, No. It has already been in ancient times before us. Acts chapter 15 verse 18 Known to God from eternity are all His works. One of those works was an angel named Lucifer, Satan, Devil. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 15 You, Lucifer, or the Devil, were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Lucifer must have been created very powerful, beautiful to look at, and given much authority, as he was to be the covering over all God's creation on earth. He was placed in the nicest possible location, the Garden of Eden, on God's mountain, along with God's new creation, man. His apparel was designed with precious stones. Musical instruments were given to him, as he was one created to praise and lead all of earth's creation to praise. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 14 tells us, You, Lucifer, Satan, were the anointed cherub, angel, who covers creation. I, God, established you. God anointed and appointed him. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. Adam and Eve were to parent generations of people in the image of God. He was created with much wisdom to enable him to guard and protect creation, perfect in all his ways, until he was not satisfied with who he was and his appointment. He wanted to be more. His heart being full of his beauty and wisdom, he wanted to be God. This anointed cherub, who had God's seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect beauty, pridefully began to collect the earth's resources for himself. By cleverly misleading Adam and Eve, he gained possession of earth and all on it. To destroy God's creation and make a new one for himself, 
he set about altering everything to suit him and serve him. He crossed angels with humanity, two different species of beings married and produced a kind of being that had a mindset like his, and he used them to alter just about everything else God created. They were a species, half man, half angel, that knew evil as well as good, and like Eve, mostly chose evil. The result of Lucifer's endeavors is the world around us and the society we see today. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 17 Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom. This tainted knowledge or wisdom is unfortunately what Eve chose. For the sake of your splendor, now here is what God did. I cast you to the ground. Woe to the earth. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you, reveal to man what Satan really was and who they have become like now. The statement laid you before kings. Now this is where we today enter the scene as Abraham's seed, the born-again new generation, the new species. We are exposing the spirit that operates through the world systems to govern God's people revealing who it is that kills and destroys all that is righteous and pure and feeds his twisted, warped knowledge so no one can find their way to God's rest, victory, or restoration. Let us read from Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 15. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven to claim God's throne. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, even beyond the universe. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farther sides of the north. Rather than cover God's people, he will rule them as their God. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. <laughs> Dream on, created one. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. It has already been accomplished. Christ, the Word, has already conquered the powers and principalities, Satan or Lucifer, included. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. But the enemy, through feeding his wisdom to man, would keep them lacking in God's knowledge and unaware of the victory. He would downsize the immensity of his immeasurable universe and belittle its creator. But above all, he would conceal God's great love for all his creation and his plan for its restoration. Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39 speaks of this love. 
For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, Lucifer included, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not only does the Creator love us, but He will return all the enemy has stolen and more. Luke chapter 12 verse 32 Do not fear, little flock, new species, Abraham's seed, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Matthew chapter 16 verse 19 And I, Jesus, will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He will also destroy the wisdom of Satan Eve chose. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20 For it is written, I, God, will destroy the wisdom of the wise the intellects of the world, and bring to nothing futility, the understanding of the prudent, laying low man's supposition and concepts based on the principles of the world's knowledge. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? He surely has. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 tells us what we must do. Call to me, God, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. In closing, as the born-again new creature the new species of man stands gazing into the starlit sky in admiration and awe of his father, creator, greater husband, king, wondering about the immensity of the universe and the beyond, maybe even desiring to know more about God himself. They keep in mind Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. That is a spiritual law. Only God's Spirit can reveal the real truth concerning the magnitude of His being and phenomenal creative works. The world's knowledge will never allow us to understand the deeper things of God or creation. It will, in fact, lead to doubt and unbelief. Let us read a closing scripture that is one of my favorites. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. 
even the spiritual laws of the universe. Only he who created all things has the answers.